welcome to the Mindset Mashup. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, TV host on Extra, master brand strategist, author on gratitude, and co-founder of Mindset Programs. And I dig deep to bring you closer to your best life in this lively, unfiltered, and heart-centered podcast. The Mindset Mashup is a compilation of real talks focused on epic mindset rituals and routines to help you get after your passion and potential. Tune in each Monday for inspirational guests who reveal their mindset must to help you optimize what matters most, self-love, impact, fulfillment. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mindset Mashup. I am beyond thrilled for today's guest. I can't wait to share this with you. So we just wrapped our conversation and I feel elevated, which is exactly the mission of his work. And I'm going to give you a brief bio on him in a moment, but I just want to let you know that what you're about to hear is going to sound in his own words. I think he said something like ridiculously simple. And that's because some of it is. And that's what we did here, which is to give you this, you know, simple process to help you access any of the areas in which you might be diminished or held back and feeling small in energy, whether that be anxiety, depression, or overwhelm, or just not being able to access that next level of vitality if you're totally getting after it in life and creating and contributing and living the life of your dreams. But some days you're just like, ah. Why is it so hard to just get out of bed or experience any natural joy? That's what John's work is all about. And that is what we did today, which is to take those two scenarios, which is predominantly most humans on the planet, and give you the gateway to access being able to understand why energy might be blocked. This is special. And I never say this. And I said it at the end of the interview, and I'm going to say it at the beginning, get to one of his programs, either a workshop, hire him for a half day, full day, immersion program, put a workshop together, hire him and bring him out, or at the very least, be on the lookout by subscribing to his website, and that's in the show notes, so that you're on the wait list for when any of his programs or courses or when his book launches. You are going to be so happy that you are the first in line. I never say that and this is special. Anyway, so let me give you a brief intro now that I've done all of that. And by the way, that is not hyperbole. It is not over the top and it's not grandiose. It's actually an understatement to how special this soul really is and what a key difference he can make in your life if you just allow your mind and your ego to get over the fact that it seems so simple, at least this process here today. It can be life-changing. John Amaral is the go-to energy worker for, as I mentioned, celebrities, pro athletes, and billionaires. His clients include Tony Robbins, Julianne Huff, Maria Menounos, Gerard Butler, Dave Asprey, and many more. He's a chiropractor, energy body worker, and educator who works behind the scenes helping people elevate their energy to feel and perform their best. He's worked with thousands of people from over 50 countries over the past two decades, helping them heal physical injuries, reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, and push the envelope of human performance. He's the founder of Body-Centered Leadership, a program that combines cutting-edge neuroscience, principles of quantum physics, and self-awareness practices to help participants create and sustain new levels of energy, clarity, and fulfillment. 
I am completely honored that he's joined the show, and I think it's just perfect timing. We're in the year of the new Chinese New Year of the pig, and there's going to be some amazing things that happen this year. Not sure how that relates, but it relates to me because I'm a pig, and maybe that makes me piggish about being so happy that he's here, like a pig in mud. Anyway, if you follow me in social media, all that will make sense because I just did a Spartan race with my 71-year-old mother who holds the world record as number two in her age range. And we did roll around in the mud, literally. And it was a blast and she's a pig as well. Anyway, (laughs) I digress. Have fun with this, you guys. Take it on. And if you're in a place not driving, right, or not distracted, and you can try this process on for anything that might be ailing you, even if it's just taking your energy to the next level because you're already crushing it, but you want to feel more aligned and more connected, this is for you. This is a total gift and I'm so excited. Enjoy. I'm so excited that we're here, (laughs) that you're here. I'm excited to be here. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Michelle. So, I mean, listen, we just gave a nice little intro and I've had the honor to meet you and to really connect with you at a Tony event, Date with Destiny, just about a month and a half ago. And so to just circle back here and now you've moved to Los Angeles, moved your family and your business. How are things going? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm, I feel like here in LA, it's like the creatives that are here, the creative energy people are just envisioning what's possible. It's a, it's a place where the culture is being sort of shifted and, and influenced by people's what content they're putting out. And there's an openness here. People are, are searching for something, you know, beyond just the material. Mm-hmm. It, it's a different world than Northern California, where I was near Silicon Valley, Google and Facebook and that whole world. It's, it, it is more kind of almost engineering and, and creating in that level. And it's, it's amazing, but I, I just, I love it down here. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm so happy to hear that. And what does Christina, your beautiful bride say? She's loving it. And we have a beautiful home that we've moved into and it's a beautiful space. And we're finding our, you know, our rhythm here still. We're still, we, we're fresh. not quite, we're out of boxes, but we're not quite, <laughs> you know, we haven't like really created a, a home yet. We have a beautiful place to come home to, but it's not, it, we're still putting it together. Yeah. We've only been here like just over a month. And out of that month, I've only been here like two weeks because I was traveling the rest of the time. I know. And you've been putting on some really epic workshops and we're going to dive into that in a moment because there's a lot of ways to work with you. In a nutshell, even though I've listed off, you know, all the incredible people that you've had the honor to work with and that you know, are always vying for time with you, how would you actually explain it to like, a five-year-old who may not know exactly what all that means. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me think of this one little girl that used to come into my practice with her mom years ago. And she, she said to her mom, can we go back to that place where, where he like smooths us out? And they started calling it a smooth out because like everything would just flow smoothly after the session. She's Mm. like, I don't know what you do, but I feel so everything that was ruffled in life just gets smoothed out and everything's just flowing. And so that's in, in, in some ways, that's what I do. It's getting the body into the, in the whole energy system, the whole yeah. subtle body that surrounds you. Uh, you know, you don't end at your physical body. There's, you exist way beyond it. And this body can get stressed and can be injured. And, and we go through mental, emotional challenges and mm-hmm. psychological challenges. And we build up tension and we, go into fight or flight and protection mode. And so I just helped really rapidly shift the body out of that state. And so someone might go on a vacation. And if you've ever gone on a vacation and you were 
chilling out on the beach or at least attempting to. And you realize like three or four days in, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. I didn't even realize, I knew I was stressed, but like now that I'm actually dropping out of that state and actually I can feel my body, I can feel the beauty around me. It's like, oh, I have a reference. And then <laughs> yes. about four or five or six days in, or if someone is, you know, fortunate enough to be able to go on like a seven or 10 day vacation, mm. by the end, they're just like, oh my God, my life, the way I was living, it's like, I-, I can't even believe that I was so wound up. And then they're just all mm. relaxed and then they go back into life. Well, that experience of where you end up after that vacation, literally in about 15 or 20 minutes on the table, people drop into that. That's amazing. Wow. It's like it's a steam press mm-hmm. <laughs> of any sort of ruptured energy. Yeah. And also at the same time, like it's like the steam, it's like vapor rising, like energy is liberated and suddenly yes. you're, you're liberated. Mm. And you have these elevated experiences of consciousness. People have, you know, sometimes literally on the first session that people have an experience of oneness. They have an experience mm. of they just vaporize into the cosmos That's, <laughs> you know, at one level and other people just feel very relaxed and smooth and, mm-hmm. and at ease and at peace. And sometimes people experience peace for the first time ever. They've never really felt what it could feel like to be in their body, relaxed, open, and they can breathe. Like people notice their breathing opens up. People notice energy surging through their body or floating. Like, like everything's electrified. Everything's opened up and the body and mind become like one and you feel unified mm. and people's heart. They could feel the heart opening up because part of the work I'm doing with people gets energy uh, expanding through the heart and you know, our heart the rhythm of our heart the 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 magnetic field of the heart is 5000 times greater than that of your brain so it it makes a lot of sense that connecting to your heart is not just you know a metaphorical thing that we want to physically connect so i help people connect up get the brain and the body connected and get the brain and the heart connected and when you're connected in that way it's things flow mm. and so people see me and work with me to to get into these beautiful flow states where they feel smoothed out Yes. Oh, I love that little five-year-old girl who said, I want to go to that place where they smooth me out. I love that. That's a Someone said that to me the other day. They actually, it was so funny because it's funny you asked, but one of the clients I was working with, they said, I feel so smoothed out. And I was laughing. It reminded me of this little girl back then. I think it's a really great way to put it because it's sort of intangible, right? And you are all about energy rich. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do we really break that down? Because the mind, the egoic mind wants to understand the black and white, you know, well, how do we describe this in concrete terms? But energy, we all know when we felt in flow state and there is no price you can put on feeling that way because the impact of that changes everything how you produce results, how you flow in intimacy, in relationships, in love, in connection, contribution. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and athletes know it because, because that's the zone, right? And so when you're in the zone, it's like, it's this state of super fluidity where there's like no viscosity. Somehow it's like the, the friction is gone. That's the smoothness and everything's flowing. And it's not just the feeling in your body. It's the world outside and around you is, Mm. is, effortless and so mm. that effortlessness is where the truly the, the it, when we're in that effortless state that's when we're most receptive that's when we get the insights and the downloads that's when the eurekas happen and if we're looking to spend more time in that place we need to optimize the body and it's in our physiology and our system to be open to that because it doesn't just sort of randomly happen that often even if we're doing all the right stuff 
And that's what I wanted to cover here because, as you know, it's a personal development genre podcast. I have a lot of people who love Tony Robbins, one of your clients. You traveled the world with him and have for many, many years, as well as many, many others. So we have felt that sense of flow and then we lose it. So there's Mm -hmm. two things that, that I wanted to cover today, even though there's so much we could do. And it's for it's like two purposes of why someone would call on your work and be able to utilize these tools. And it's for those of us that in moments we experience that flow and we're producing and we're contributing, we're creating and it feels incredible. And then there's those days where you're like, everything is awesome. Why do I feel so terrible? Mm -hmm. Why do I feel so disconnected? Why am I not feeling generous and loving and open? So there's that category, which we all relate to. And the other category is maybe you haven't quite hit that Holy grail, that Eureka, that Mm -hmm. flow state. You so badly want to get there and you've done all the meditations, you've done the yoga, but you still just might have this chronic, Chronic sense of anxiety and depression, or maybe my favorite flavor of suffering is uh, overwhelm, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe exasperating that and desperately need an out. So it's those two categories of situations that aren't who we really are, but that's what we want to talk about today. And anybody listening can relate. So everything that we're going to say, just if you all can, just have that perspective of you're going to be one of the two. And even if you're not quite there 100%, Somewhere in there, um, at all times. I think that covers pretty. Right? That pretty much covers anyone who's who's you know striving to achieve something or has achieved something and wants to go to the next level. Yes, life is about growth, progress, evolution, and if we're not evolving, then we're going to suffer, and we're going to suffer at times anyway. But if it can be a flow more often and it can feel fulfilling and amazing as we achieve, then yeah. <laughs> and I also want to just say, yeah, there's like <laughs> three people that I know of maybe two on the planet that do what you do. Mm. I mean, let me know if I'm accurate on on this. Well, there there are, I mean, there are people doing all types of energy work. There are people doing amazing body work. Specifically with your background and, and being the chiropractor and the, I mean, being a doctor, this is, this is a different thing. You got Dr. B, you got Dr. Donnie Epstein and you, as far as I know. We're going to discover more because there's a global thing happening. You know, there's, there's an elevation of consciousness and people are, are waking up and, yes. and there are, you know, talented people coming in and some that haven't been discovered yet. But, mm. but certainly this, this is a more unique niche or area where we're bringing like the physical body and the material reality and physics and science and then the mystical, Yes, you know, the, the energy and the consciousness beyond the material where we start to go into other dimensions and realms. And it's like, Whoa, this is really like, Oh, it's like was previously just the really out there woo woo stuff. It's now becoming more available, you know, like people like we, us that you're talking about. We're bringing this into the culture, and people are ready for it and they want it. They what they want to go to the non ordinary and experience this. That there's something more for sure. People want that. Yes, and I and I think there's a lot to be said for. For example, I'll just give you a snapshot of this. Last night, I went to the Pantages Theater in Hollywood, and it was Betty Buckley, Broadway star legend, starring in Hello, Dolly. Mm. And getting there from the west side, I'm in Santa Monica right next to you, which, by the way, you live in my dream neighborhood. I'll be there soon. Mm. And it took us two and a half hours to get there from Santa Monica. And I'm just like, I had a meltdown before we went. It was like, I don't have five hours in my day. I need like five people to help me doing all this. It's unbelievably manual what I'm doing. I am full on business operator, not owner. And I'm scaling. 
growing, right? And the only way I'm going to grow is if I get help. Anyway, I don't have time. So I'm stressing myself and I'm in a little mini meltdown. I'm having mm-hmm. a five-year-old temper, temper tantrum inside. And then we get there and I'm like, I don't care about Hello Dolly. Why would I? This has like been around since the 60s. It's old. Who cares? It's not fresh. It's not modern. And 10 minutes in, no, five minutes in, this woman, Betty Buckley, she rocked my world. Everybody was crying, cheering, so moved, hugging after. But during the intermission, I thought, why am I feeling so connected to myself and to my friends that I've come Mm. with? It's because I have gotten off my freaking screen. I have completely focused and been present to what's happening. I was aware of the energy in the room and the beautiful presentation and production of the show, how well it was done. And I was just like that in a snapshot is how critical it is that each of us humans get reconnected and plugged back in, right? But we have to get off the things that distract us and fragment us. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And, you know, we get disconnected in the same way that that almost like we get offline on the computer and have no Wi-Fi and freak out. It's like we totally. get disconnected from the cloud and that cloud is universal consciousness and the body is like our, our little device. You know, we're hungry to, to plug back in, to, to be connected to something bigger than ourselves. And, exactly. You know, and people are, you know, oftentimes we go for it through technology because it's like we want to be part of something. That's social media. You're like, you feel what, what's happening. What are other people doing? It's like you feel part of something, but you can do that for, for sure and not be getting more connected. It could be distracting you even more from, from connecting to yourself. And in the work that you do and the work that I do and so many people that you work with, our whole magic is being able to come from rich energy, right? And to be connected and awakened and aligned. Without that, I don't have what I want to give to the world which is my special gift or your gift. So that is why everybody listening, I just want you to hear like, this is so critical. This is such a gift to be able to have you on the show today because we're going to get some quick fixes. Um, We're going to take me through a process, which is taking the listeners through a process of just being able to understand first, being aware of where the tension might be from those areas of loss of energy and or feeling that anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, and overwhelm, either chronically or sort of intermittently when it comes up, it's intense. And for me, it can be emotionally debilitating. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being dramatic. Like, I'm like, I don't think I can go anywhere for like a day, <laughs> you know, much less offer a smile yeah. to anyone. And that's just because I'm not tuned in, tapped in and plugged in to who I really am and what it's all about. And it's here. It's a resource that we're never disconnected from, but we just got to get present to it. So you're going to give us access to that today. And then by the end of the podcast, I want to let everyone know how else they can work with you because this is just an audit, guys. It's like an open house because there's so much good stuff here. And there's a reason why you're so sought after from some of the top, top performers and experts on the planet. So let's go through a process. Sure. All right. right. So So let's put me in the category of both. All right. I feel like I'm producing and scaling and growing and loving my life on so many levels. I could pinch myself. I'm so grateful for all that I have. I'm so blessed beyond measure. And yet sometimes feel an overwhelm that is debilitating and puts me into a crying little tantrum. Just being honest. Okay. So, so overwhelm, you know, I think Mm. that a lot of people listening can relate right Mm -hmm. to being overwhelmed to, to feeling like I I just can't, I can't even, I I can't deal with one more thing and I got to like keep all the balls in the air that I've got juggling and I want to make progress too. (laughs) Right. And I'm just like, just, and then you're just literally, it's like when you forget to close down, you know, on your phone, all the apps and they're just there. 
and you and you look and you go, oh my God, there's 27 apps open. Well, all those apps are sucking energy. Like, yes. behind, right? So how do we, in a way, first evaluate what apps are even running here in our, mm-hmm. in our own consciousness and body and energy system? And then how do we shut down the ones that aren't needed not by like getting rid of them or something, but you're just like, I don't, I don't need energy going there right now. And then how do we, you know, open up in a way that the ones that are going to be most useful right now. So, um, one of the ways like in overwhelm is like, what is overwhelm? I mean, what, what is it to you? I mean, I'm going to ask you directly because we're going to work with you. We'll just work with this. What is overwhelm? What does it feel like? What's the experience of it? What does it feel like in your body? What are the no sens- deep breaths, um, yeah. really tense, really tight, not open can't even receive a text. Like it's just mm-hmm. all too much. It's like at a critical tipping point of, I don't have one extra second, mm-hmm. one extra ounce of anything. And then I, I cry because I'm like, I can't do anymore. I'm doing my best mm-hmm. and my best isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So I just so, want to go and, and, and isolate. So, so I want to point something out. When you feel overwhelmed and you feel tight, it's, you're not getting deep breaths. You're not oxygenating. You're not getting enough energy to your brain. You're not getting enough energy to the cells of your body. Oxygen is one way that it gets there. So breath getting to the cells uh, helps that. If you can't take a deep breath because you're so overwhelmed, then it's escalating and creating a vicious cycle. So, but here's the challenge and kind of the paradox here is that when you're in an anxious state and you're overwhelmed like this, and you're trying to do deep breathing... A lot of times people get start panicking and get even more anxious trying to do the deep breathing because because <laughs> yeah. it feels like they can't get enough breath and now they're focused on not being able to get enough breath and then breathing becomes the forefront of their thought and they're trying to do a breathing exercise to do the thing. Right. And this becomes now this kind of like self-inflicted torture where you're trying to do the exercise to get you out of this thing. And here's what mm-hmm. you're trying to do. You're trying to change your consciousness this is like einstein's quote you know insanity is trying to you know whatever i can't paraphrase it but it's trying to change them with the same level of thinking that created it right trying totally. to change the situation right so you're you're using the, the literally the consciousness and the part of your mind to try to actually shift the pattern it's like it can't because the that's the what that part of the mind does is it just keeps spinning like that so mm-hmm. people spin and so then they're trying to do the breathing exercise they're trying to do the meditation or they're trying to do the thing from that state so it's helpful to understand that the energy state that you're in, that the kind, like the energy level that you're at is going to dictate what kind of thinking you can have and what kind of behaviors you can take. So you have to look first to go like, okay, where, where is the energy bound up? Because energy that's bound up in your body has tension as physical holding and locking up is one of the ways that you kind of lock yourself down. It's a part of the fight or flight response mm-hmm. where you where you just you tense up, your shoulders round, your spine rounds, you breathe shallow. There's like 1,200 biological changes that are going on instantly when you go into fight or flight. You get protective. Wow. You get protective, so you're you don't have the bandwidth to deal with what's going on and think in a creative and 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 more meaningful way because you're just trying to react to what's going on. What feels like it's attacking you or you know overwhelming you on every level, and it feels like life or death. That's exactly it. It feels like it's attacking and yes. it's life or death. And yeah. Whoa. So you either fight by yeah. reacting and mm-hmm. then you just get really bitchy or you get really angry. <laughs> really and Whatever oh, your favorite flavor is. Right. right. And you just get, you know, you just get ir- irritable and mean to other people because it's a way to, to try to, well, let me just lash out. Yeah. You 
fight, you flee, you just avoid, you just go, I'm not even dealing with this. I'm, I'm just going to shut down here. And it's like, you just kind of power down the computer, not even necessarily by choice. It's just, it starts powering down. You're just like, you know, and then you're incapacitated. And then some people, by the way, that's when they're going to anesthetize, right? They're going to overdrink, overeat, smoke, gamble, whatever they do to try to cope with that shutting down on yourself feeling, which only exacerbates it. I'm not doing that stuff, guys, but I totally get what you're saying. And I know a lot of my listeners do. Yeah, just a real quick, you know, you know, whatever it is. And it could even be something that could be positive in some circumstances, but it becomes a a addictive or habitual way to check out or to Mm. basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to change your state to flee the situation. And if you can't physically flee the situation, then you're going to like in your consciousness, you're going to vacate the premises. Right. And in your body, you may vacate the premises. So one of the things with the exercise we're going to do is like, how do we re-inhabit in a way? How do we uh, reconnect to where are we really? Like, where did we go? <laughs> where did yeah. we Where did we disappear to? And the last thing is freeze. So it's fight, flight, or freeze. And freeze is you just lock it up. It's like someone is so terrified, they're paralyzed with fear, you know? So the body will just, it just holds and, and it binds up energy and you just tense. And that's where you, you, you just almost, you can't breathe. Mm. It's very difficult. And people have anxiety, high anxiety. It's oftentimes it's freeze because just physiologically for emotion to express, you have to have sound, you have to have movement. Those two things are required for emotion. You can have a strong feeling and be like, I'm so angry, you know, versus ah, right. you know, like it moves out. It doesn't mean you have to go beat someone up. It means you have to express the energy somehow through movement and sound. Otherwise, it's not technically emotion. Totally. Anxiety a lot of times is, well, all the time really is, is the inability to express the energy and emotion, move your body and actually kind of dissipate that energy. So, so those are three things that show up. And the reason I brought it, cause like when you were describing being overwhelmed, it's like, how does that manifest? Shallowness of breath, hard to get a breath, tension in your body. Don't have the bandwidth to, to really even. Is that freeze? Yeah. Part of that is, is freeze, you know, it felt freeze. And then it happened yesterday. And then I actually did release it and I Mm -hmm. like cried. I scared all my animals Mm -hmm. and I emoted like vocally and Mm -hmm. loud. And then I just cried on the bed and it was like, I mean, it was like being in junior high again, Mm -hmm. but I needed to do that. And it was just like, this is out of control. (laughs) You know, I I thought I was so evolved. Mm -hmm. Well, and (laughs) that's the thing, the out of controlness is that people, you know, that's the ego is like, so that's the id, the I, that like I, I am, you know, it's my identity. Like I need to survive. I'm alive. I'm a, you know, all of this is the, is the ego. Yeah. And so out of control is like, holy crap, that is very dangerous to the ego. Cause it's like, we, mm. like, we can't control the world outside of us. We can't even control the world inside of us. We think about it, throwing up or diarrhea or something like that's, you can't control that. That's, that's energy that's moving through. Matter of fact, people that I've worked with that had, uh, you know, like bulimia or some eating disorders, mm-hmm. sometimes that's a way to like, it's like you can control a moment of out of controlness. So it gives a sense of like, yes. of, of this cathartic kind of release because for a moment you're out of control, but you're containing it within a certain parameter that you can control. That's what but I used to do with cigarettes. Same cigarettes thing. too. Yeah. There's a moment where it's just like, there's something happening in your physiology that's out of control. So when we're looking to reconnect to our bodies, when we're looking to deal with an overwhelm or anxious situation, when we're feeling like we have super low energy, we have to identify first that the way we approach our body and the way we approach the situation, 
we have to recognize that it's already going to be influenced by the level of energy we're at. When you want to boil water, you can't boil it at 211 degrees. It has to hit 212. So we have to somehow to change a situation out there or change the experience inside. We have to, in a way, raise the energy level up to at least the threshold where that reality can shift, which is like, we got to get it beyond 211 degrees to 212. And suddenly it's vapor. Now it's, you know, or we got to get it above 32 to 33, where it went from solid where nothing can move to fluid. Mm. And we're like 70 something percent water. So this actually thermodynamic and physically in the physics side of things kind of applies. It does apply to our body and consciousness. So when we're in this low energy state, it's because there's all this bound up energy. It's not freely flowing or we're not able to somehow utilize or connect to the energy around us in the universe and use those universal forces. So mm-hmm. to either bound, too much energy bound up and not freely flowing or not enough energy that we're able to like receive and flow through us. And those are two things. So we got to, that's what we got to do for you when you're feeling overwhelmed, where are you going to get the, and where are you going to find that there's a deficit of energy because it's too bound up or where we're going to connect into some energy that's like freely flowing which the energy around you is always available. It's always freely flowing. So we got to tap in somewhere. So we'll do a little process here of of tapping in. But where do you feel it for you when you're in this overwhelmed state? Actually, physically, can you identify a a location that's like kind of the the main place? Like, is it in your throat? Is it in your head? Do you feel like a tightness, especially in your chest, in your heart? Uh, Does it tighten up in your gut, in your stomach? You know, where do you feel the binding up or tightening or constricting? I feel like it's in my head, but that's just because that's where all the voices are. And and John, I don't know if this makes sense, but when the anxiety comes on really strong, and especially when I'm really growing and scaling and producing results and all the things that I'm really proud of that I'm doing in the world, I will hear voices at 5 a.m. that tell me I didn't get that done and I got to do that. And it's like unbelievably overwhelming. So I put the pillow over my head. So I think it's got to be the head. To so, try to okay, quiet, so, which doesn't so the make head any is like, sense. Is it, so this is what I want to, this is great that you're saying this because I'm wondering if you slice open somebody's brain and you look to see where the consciousness is, like where is it located? You're not going to find the location. You right. might find regions like, you know, Broca's area, Wernicke's area. There's all these areas that are associated with certain functions, the area that's associated with, you know, vision or the area of the cerebellum with balance, et cetera. So in coordination, they're going to be regions, but the consciousness and the voices and all that stuff and the colors you see and everything, they don't actually exist in your head. You can't find any of that. You can't find. So that's one of the, when our friend Tony Robbins says, when you're in your head, you're dead. That's right. Right. Because you're not actually connected to your physiology and your body. You're not one with your body. You're just floating out there somewhere or you, or you're in the illusion that, that you're, all this stuff's happening inside your head. Mm. And it's really not. We're like a receiving antenna for information that's around us and within us and everywhere. So is there, if you put your hands on your head, then look, let's, let's just do this. Actually, if you put your hands on your head and you take a breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, which is a grounding breath that brings you more present to your body. Do you feel like that's easeful to you? Does it feel like good to put your hands on your head like that? Or does it just feel kind of neutral or does it feel? No, it actually feels good. Okay. So sometimes. Felt when people, like it relieved me. Yeah. Sometimes that, that right there can bring you back into your body. Just putting it. I mean, it's so stupidly simple. You're putting your hands <laughs> on your head. You're taking a breath in through your nose, breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth grounds you. It's a breath that, that brings you more present to the body. If you switch that breathing and you breathe in through your mouth, and out through your nose, 
that actually takes you more out into a more spacious kind of empty state and breathing into your nose and out your mouth brings you more into a grounded in your body state. So okay, wait, as a yogi, mm -hmm. I was taught breathe in through your nose and, and out and out Out with closed mouth. Closed mouth. Yes. In and out of the nose. Okay. So so in and out of the nose is a breath that builds chi. So when you breathe in through your nose and out through your nose, you're building energy in the body and it actually builds chi. So any process or practice that you do, you want to get ready for something. You want to build energy. You want to build intensity. You want to go, all right, I'm going to make this breakthrough. I'm going to get ready for the day. In through the nose, out through the nose. Any qigong exercises or practices where, where you're running energy through the body, they all use nose-nose breathing. Mm-hmm. Because nose-nose breathing builds up energy. Mm. In through the nose, out through the mouth, that grounds you and connects you more and brings you more present to your body. So if someone's in, in mm. an anxious state, if they're in a hyperventilating state, if they're kind of spiraling, they're spinning out of their body, by just slowing everything down and going in through the nose and out through the mouth, that will, that will at least calm and start to bring you more present to your body. Now, we already talked about this a little while ago that just doing focusing on the breathing and trying to change your breathing isn't always going to get you out of an anxious state. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a moment because trying to get out of it is part of the problem. Trying to get out of the experience you're having is the great paradox of transformation. Mm. You can't change what you're wanting to change if you cannot first connect to where you really are and be there for a moment. Mm. Right? So in through the nose, out through the mouth helps ground you and bring you present to where you are and what you're really feeling and connect you to your body. And I like to have people identify with a location on the body that feels most anchored or connected to that experience. So if for you, you feel like you're spiraling out, you're overwhelming, you're, you're, you know, kind of all over the place and frantic and frenetic and the thoughts are blah, like, where does that kind of hit home? Where, where's the experience associated with that feeling in your body? If it's your head, just putting your hands there, even taking a breath in through your nose, out through the mouth, letting it out and just feeling, does that bring me more present and connect me more to the physical experience of my body? Or does that feel super, super irritating? Or does that feel calming? Just making that connection just to, to just, you're not trying to do an exercise. You're just taking an inventory here. Yep. Totally. So that it definitely quells the okay. mind chatter, which is great. Cause this is the mindset mashup. And then I immediately connected to like my solar plexus yeah. or like second chakra. Okay, so yes, because a lot of times what happens when we're spiraling out there is that we disconnect from the body Mm. and then bringing the hands to the head a lot of times can bring someone who's really kind of spiraling out there more into the experience of feeling the body and the energy of their body on a physical level. It's, It's not just physical, like just the matter. It's the energy and bringing it more into an experience of... Yeah the physical world, the 3D world. And mm-hmm. so what will happen a lot of times is then you'll become more aware of somewhere else in your body that is actually was being ignored or was being... And, and maybe that was the the actual focal point, but I didn't know it because I was in my head. Yes. Okay. So now and what's interestingly, when you're in your head, were you really even literally in your head? No, you were out here somewhere. So right. when we're in our head, we're really disconnected from our bodies totally. when we're in our head. So now I want you to just put your hands down over the area of your, what is it? Your soul, kind of solar plexus area, right? Where that, the pointy bone that is a kind of below your rib cage right there. Mm-hmm. That happens to be the energy center that's associated with will. And it's uh, considered, if it's the chakra system we want to use as an explanation, it's the third chakra, which is, okay. which is about 
our will and our and our drive and our push and our and our desire to like make things happen in the world with our mind and our energy all kind of going into I'm going to force this, you know, mm. that's when it's in the challenge state. When that energy center is open and flowing and free, it's an effortless expression of our will. But if you have a bunch of energy bound up there and tension bound up there, a couple of things are happening. One, the diaphragm just physically is compressed. It's yep. tight and restricted and you can't get that full, deep, relaxed breath. And so it can feel like a knot there or it can feel like a hollow space there. It can feel empty. It can feel dense or thick, like, like, like almost like a, like a metal plate there. Mm. So there's all these different experiences that we might have. Some people will see a, or experience a, a ball of energy, a black cloud or a dark gummy tarry mass there or something hmm. because our sensory system processes energy in different ways, depending on how we're wired. This is what NLP and auditory kinesthetic visual, right? These are ways that we process the information around us in the field of energy within us. It's going through our perceptual system, right? So it's just we're translating energy into an experience. Yeah. So what do you notice when you put your hands there? You have a feeling there, right, of tightness or something. What do you feel? First of all, I realize how foreign it is for me to actually just put my hands on my body. Mm -hmm. So it's this recognition of, wow, it's been a long time since I just touched myself and allowed myself to just hold me. So that feels really beautiful. The second thing is, is I wasn't sure. I had like some confusion around as you were describing all the ways in which people have described it. Mm -hmm. And then what I got the most is that it felt dense. Yes. And then it started to smooth out as mm -hmm. I just put my hands on it and I did the breathing nose to mouth. Yeah. And sometimes that's enough. Just putting your hands on that part of your body, taking a breath in and out through the mouth and just observing. You're not trying to yeah. do anything. You're not changing. Right. You're, you're not, no agenda to make it different. Cause usually you're right. When people touch their body, usually they're touching it in the place that's uncomfortable and they're going like, oh, my shoulder, my this, my that. And it's usually when people just put attention to their body, they're usually not going, oh my God, it feels so good right here in my heart. <laughs> it feels so open in my throat. Oh, my solar plexus feels so amazing. Oh, my pelvis is moving. <laughs> really, like, that's not usually what people do, right? They, right? they go, oh, my back, I have tension here. I have stress here. And then what uh, do they do? They go to a doctor and they go, yes, you have something going on mechanically here. And everyone's looking at where the tension is bound up. That's bound up energy. We want to assess and see like, where is it bound up? But also then we want to put the focus on where is it also free and, and liberated and, yes. and flowing? Because that's, that's a lot less attention is paid to that. I would say 97.8%, I'm just making this number up, of people's attention goes to where there's tension in their body versus where there's flow and ease. Yes. And so for you, when you put your hands on that area, sometimes transformation happens just with awareness in and of itself without even doing anything. It off, it's like that's enough sometimes just to put attention on something. Mm. But we can take it further. We can put attention there. And then, like you said, it felt dense. Mm -hmm. Did it feel dense like all the way through that area from the front to the back? Or did it feel like a kind of a layer or a barrier or a boundary? A barrier. That like, um, a barrier. Uh -huh. How thick? Like almost like a steel or like a stone rock. Mm -hmm. on top of that area. Okay, now go back up to your head for a second and put your hands on your head again. And by the way, for those who haven't seen the video component of this that will come out eventually, I've got my, John's my first, I have my hands on my head, almost as if you've ever taken a yoga class and someone's put their hands on your head and they really place their hands on. I'm not light about it. Like I'm really cradling. You know but you I mean? don't want to put pressure either. Yeah, no pressure, but just... 
Okay, good. I'm glad you said that. I wasn't applying pressure, but I am not being just super light either. Yeah. Well, here's the key. And so for some people, they do need to go light. So some people, they need to lighten up to where they feel more the energy than just the physicality. It depends. Like That's all I was trying to get to. Thank you for saying that. Because I was just trying to feel the energy from my hands. And I've got one on the back of my head and then one across my forehead. And you could put both hands over your eyes. You could put both hands on on top of your head. You could put, like, where does it feel most relaxing to put your hands? Where does it feel most uh, easy? Actually, when I stress out completely, I do put my hands over my eyes. Yeah. Now take a breath in. And when you take a breath in, let it out with like kind of a... Uh, like a sigh uh, and you'll find that sound when you touch your body in a place that feels where you're connecting and you make a sound that amplifies the connection big time because you're sending your emotional system operates your limbic brain your deepest emotional like like layers the parts of your brain at the core and it connects you to the the kind of the core functioning and responses and reactions and it's all based on sound and vibration and movement so you make that sound or sigh, and it might be sometimes when you touch that part of your body, it's hard to make a sound because you're just not used to it. And you're like, I don't feel any sound. I don't, I don't know. And just you try some different sounds. You and just, it's awkward like, on a podcast, but let me make the sound that I really want to make. Okay. I just didn't want to interrupt you with my sound. This would be the sound that I need to get out today. Ha. <sighs> Beautiful. So how does that feel? Like a release. Yeah. So my hands are still over my eyes. Should I let them go now? Yeah, you can let them go. Okay. And sometimes just staying there for a while and just hanging out there and you kind of make this sound. This it isn't about getting the sound out like I gotta get this out of me. It's about letting the energy and the vibration that is there be expressed effortlessly. Mm-hmm. So you want to match it. It's like a tuning fork. If you have a tuning fork that's set to calibrated to a certain frequency and you hold another tuning fork up that's calibrated to that same frequency and ping it, and you hold the other tuning fork up, it will start ringing too because they, they're in resonance. So you're creating a sound that resonates or vibrates that region of your body with the same frequency that is going on inside that wasn't expressed. You're giving it a, a, a route to move. So does it make sense that everything also just felt like it flowered? It opened up, it smoothed out as the little girl yeah, would have said. Because, because you're liberating bound up energy. And when you do that, you instantly bring more oxygen and blood flow to the tissues. You instantly elevate your awareness because energy flowing with, when you've connected like this, energy be, is flowing more freely and you become more aware and present. It's like raising up the temperature on that water and starting to vaporize it more. So it's more elevated and you'll feel more buoyant. Mm. Or, uh, free. It's like the the energy is moving, so the cells of the body are less dense and solid, and you're going to more. You're going from the density of the physical matter to the, in a way, the quantum realm of of energy wave patterns. So we don't have to go too far into that right now, but like with the science behind it. But let's go from now that you connected and and you liberated some energy. Now the whole system has got more energy available. There's more flow. Yes. Now let's go back to the solar plexus area and touch that. Because now you're going to be coming to that area with a different perspective, a more elevated perspective. So first of all, my breath is deepened and I feel more connected and there feels like there's more space. Okay. Do you feel that density? Usually what will happen is you're just able to feel that with more freedom or clarity, but you'll probably still feel the, 
the density there in yeah, some way. Yeah, it's not gone, but it feels looser. Okay, so now does it feel like, like a steel plate? I think you said a steel plate, right? Like a stone rock, yeah. Like stone, okay, stone. So with stone, so here's what we want to do now. We want to, you could take your hands off that area for a moment. Okay. We don't want to hang out in the area that feels like blocked Tense. for a long right. time because this is what most people do. They go to the area that's tense or blocked and then they just spend like all their time focusing on how to get it to release. And there was a guy who was a performer pro athlete that I worked with who was retired and he literally would get up and he would spend hours a day rolling on tennis balls, rolling on rollers, foam rollers, doing all this stuff to try to release these, this area behind his thoracic spine, right behind his heart. And he was like applying all of the focus intensity that he did to his pro athlete career to try to get rid of this, you know, area of tension. And we flipped the game, you know, I, I flipped the thing for him and I said, rather than trying to get rid of this, let's penetrate. Cause it felt like a, I see, he says it feels like a boulder. It feels like a tennis ball size ball of energy. And I said, well, is it encapsulated by something? He said, yeah, it's like, it's really dense. It feels almost like stone. And he said, yeah. but it feels like, it's kind of like stone almost all the way through. And it's like, I just, it's like, I want to get it out. I said, well, rather than try to get it out, let's just, what if we brought something that would like an awareness and energy that, that we could melt right through it somehow and get inside of it. Mm. And he was like, Oh, I never thought of that. I said, yeah, instead of trying to get rid of it, because what those are is that's your cells and that's your body that your brain is just not associating with. So you're feeling and you're experiencing it as a thing, mm -hmm. as like a block or a boundary mm -hmm. or a barrier. And so I said, why don't, for him, right now, we're, we're using your head as a resource. We're, we're breathing into that area, and we're going to bring energy from your head. But for him, I think it was his, it was his belly. And so we breathed into that area. We connected. And I said, let's, let's use something. Like, let's make up something. We're making all this up. I mean, let's right. make up something like a resource that we can use to help you get connected to that place that feels like a rock. And I was like, what do you want to use? And he's like, I think molten lava. Because molten lava feels like it will just kind of melt. We want what was going to effortlessly melt through the barrier without any, we don't want to have any effort. Otherwise, you're adversarial with yourself. You're trying to like get this thing out of you. There's right. no freaking thing. It's an illusion. It's just energy bound up. That's part of you that your brain can't associate with. That like, is key. Totally. Yeah. So we want to bring a resource there that is, is about sharing energy from a place that's free and flowing with the place that's bound up. And we're going to do it right now with you by going to your head and we're going to say you have this area that feels like stone so maybe you want to use molten lava maybe it's the feeling of it or maybe it's a visual of it or maybe it's a color or maybe it's all of it and you're going to breathe in put your hands back on your head over your eyes take a breath in into the nose out through the mouth you can even make the sound again of release which amplifies it and then you just take your hands filled with that. Imagine filled with that, whatever. Do you want to use molten lava? Sure. I like that visual. It's that like beautiful orange color. Okay. Yeah. Use that. And then you're going to just gently, without effort, without pushing, without trying to make something happen, just imagine letting that molten sort of lava orange just kind of melt into that area. As you breathe into your nose and out through your mouth. And do like two repetitions, not forcing it. Good. And then come off the area and go back to your face, your head, your where your hands were. And just reconnect. You always want to, re like, 
you want to spend a, a moment connecting or, or putting attention to this place that was bound up or locked, but you don't want to spend too much time. You can get tangled up in the bound up energy and then it feels like you kind of lose connection to the flow. So you want to come back to the area that's more free after a couple repetitions and now go back and put your hands on that area again and just feel. Okay. I'm going to cry. Oh. Just, you know, shedding. Mm. What's your sense of that area where it, where it was so dense and felt like stone now? It's like I'm kneading it like my cat does on my belly. And now imagine just going even deeper. Yeah. A little deeper. So it's like you're, it's not you doing something to it. It's, it's you merging into it. Oh, that's beautiful. And then invite that place that you're starting to sink into to actually expand. Counterintuitive. But you want to allow, not getting rid of this bound up area, but allowing the energy that was held there to begin to grow and actually fill up. What is healing? Healing is returning a part to the whole. Mm. So the energy that was bound up there, you're going to just invite it to go back. I'm trying to write down these amazing nuggets while I'm also doing this, <laughs> returning to the whole. I think this will be recorded. <laughs> it's true, but... Uh, Good point. <laughs> no, it's good. It is good to write down. It definitely helps the learning. But I love that because I'm I'm very visual, but I'm also auditory. So this mm -hmm. this is and kinesthetic. It's like a balance. <sighs> Does it make sense that now I'm seeing this beautiful golden thread of energy that feels mm -hmm. like I'm it's almost like this swirling alignment up and down my body. Mm-hmm. And then it's moving through the soles of my feet and something beyond my body. So you're accessing this one area. Mm. It's a non-linear system. So mm. that means that one little point of access can globally affect, you know, can affect everything globally. It's the, uh, the science of the fact that, you know, a butterfly flapping its wings in Japan will affect yeah. the weather in California, right? Yeah. And I feel more expansive. Mm-hmm. So it's, I was feeling very small and very much just in my own body. Even when I woke this morning, there was just the residue of all that emotion from yesterday. Cause mm -hmm. that's an atypical day for me. It's not an every day. I usually, I usually do feel very flowy and I can feel my heart so beautiful mm -hmm. and open and connected, but this was a, it was one of those days and um, we all relate. And so this is the leftover. I woke up this morning heavy, could barely open my eyes, like swollen. <laughs> it was all the energy locked in there. Just yes. this simple exercise felt like I had liberated some, and now I feel more expansive. So now put your hands or, your, or even just your fingertips like right over that place, like where... And imagine a like a, a vortex of energy going like a funnel, almost like a like a tornado going through the front and back of your body right there. Okay. Which is what how the chakra basically is. Mm -hmm. it, it's going out the back and in the front. It's 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 in a different dimension. You're not going to see it. You know, some people will visually see colors and they'll see the vortex, but it's an energy vortex that's going through the front and back. And just imagine that flow going through almost like rotorootering <laughs> the area yes. of like that's in that's in between it. Yes. And then and then take a breath into it. And as you let it out, make a sound for like two or three seconds that matches the feeling of that area. So it might be more like oh 
And you might even find your body kind of wants to move a little bit because it's starting to like liberate some energy Uh, there too. Now I know the color associated with this area. It's like red, right? Mm. Well, as you go up, as you get, I mean, kind of the lower chakras, the whole thing goes, usually it's kind of a red to a Oh yeah, red, yellow. Oh, I'm in yellow. But you might be. You, if you're I felt red though. Red, yeah, it felt red. More red. It's just what you're seeing, but it may be associated to you. Like you said earlier, you said it felt like it was like more in your second chakra, the lower. So mm-hmm. sometimes what's happening too is one, you're just seeing the color because that's what you're seeing. But sometimes yeah. you are seeing the color associated with the chakra because the whole pelvis is opening up. You said you have energy down in your soles of your feet now. So sometimes beyond, you know, yeah. I've had a lot of people, people that didn't have any experience or care about chakras or anything, and I'm just working with them, and they are some athlete or something, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm seeing these colors," and they're describing the colors of the chakras. Totally. Know? It's like if your visual system kicks in, there are patterns, indigenous cultures and traditions and ancient cultures from around the world for thousands and thousands of years, kind of knew something, you know, and they mm-hmm. all have the same kind of color schemes and the same energy systems like in some way shape or form they're very similar so there are some universal principles at work here so i remember something that you friend for those listening this was such an incredible treat one of our masterminds you came in as a guest speaker and you took us through a process very similar and then there was it was actually a hot seat moment with someone that i won't say her name she had experienced multiple miscarriages mm-hmm. and then she was now in in her 50s and never was able to have a baby biologically and never had a child and had a lot of pain and drama around that. And you took us all through the same process because we can all relate. And before we did like the tornado of the energy of like flushing out, which I love, you also, I thought was so powerful. And I cry. There was such a release for me because I also couldn't have kids and I had health issues, had to have a hysterectomy, the whole thing. And I've shared some of that here on this podcast, way too young. But I didn't know that I had all that stored there while she was going through her process. And then it turns out many others in the mastermind were experiencing similar pain that was stored and didn't even know it for their own reasons, male and female. But one of the things that I love that you had done, and, and I'd like to know your process on this, is you had to stop and pause to really acknowledge and try to listen into what this was showing us or teaching mm-hmm. us. So that was the next step that I was uh-huh. going to do. Uh-huh. And I wanted to put you, I was going to say, whatever you were going to say, I was going to say, hold that because I want to go to finish. Uh, there you so, go. So perfect. We're, we're on the same page. Same so page. I want you to put your, Donnie Epstein, who was, a, who was a mentor of mine for many years, he had a process that said, you know, you, you want to bring awareness first, then you want to acknowledge what you're feeling there. And then you need to bring acceptance to it. Ah, that's what it was. It's the acceptance of like, this is what's there. And this is what I'm feeling. And, and sometimes it's just disconnection. And you're just like, wow, I, I'm actually feeling disconnected. And then when you acknowledge that, suddenly another awareness opens up. And then underneath the disconnection is always something. And mm-hmm. typically the reason why we disconnect is that we feel hopeless, helpless, overwhelmed, not enough, alone, sad. Yeah. You know, like nothing's working powerless, yes. helpless, oh, look, you know, those things that we don't want to feel, it's easier just to like shut it off, just shut. The app is still open, but we're just going to put it in the background and forget about it. And so when we come back online, sometimes that is what we start to feel. But other times, just the process of as far as you went is enough to just the fact that you just put attention there and let energy start to like sink well, in and let it expand. It yeah. changes the peace and ease and flow. So, but sometimes it's and like, I don't, I don't know if you can see, but like I can literally open my eyes even bigger. Mm, I feel like I was really flushed close. out. What? It's cute that you came up so close to your screen. Then. 
<laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, so when you go back to that area now, like and touch yeah. into there, I'm curious now, just what that part of your body, now we're actually communicating with the cells and the tissues and the consciousness and the energy that's literally there. Emotions happen in parts of our body. They don't happen in our head. Emotion is actually being experienced and it's happening in the physical location. That is so key. Oh my gosh. Say that again. That's like a, Oprah would say a tweet, tweet. Emotion is actually happening in the physical location of our body where we're experiencing it. Or if we're disconnecting, then we're not experiencing that part of our body because the emotion that we would feel if we were connected is disruptive, unpleasant, difficult to be with. Candace Pert, who wrote the book Molecules of Emotion back in the I think early 2000s, she, she passed away now, but she was a researcher that worked for the government, the National Institutes of Health. She actually discovered the, uh, the opiate receptor and she wrote a book. She realized that the emotional system is really a fluid, dynamic, experiential system that's throughout our whole body. It's not just in our head. Emotions are actual physiological and physical and biochemical stuff. They're happening in the locations. So when you touch this area of your solar plexus and you put your hands there, you're really wanting to communicate with the experience of, it's like, imagine the whole world of, you know, the world we live in is, is your body and, and every person in that and every organism in that it's a cell, you know, this giant organism. Well, your body has got, you know, somewhere in the vicinity of, 75 to 100 trillion cells and every single one of them is a little mini me it's a little yep. you that is has in its dna is all of the information of the whole everything is interconnected yeah and the part is it's holographic that which means that if you took a hologram which is a you know 3d image and it's on a like a true hologram that's on a piece of flat piece of paper but you shine a light through it and it looks like 3d a true hologram, if you cut it in half, you'll have two images of the whole picture. If you cut it in four, you'll have four images of the whole picture. If you cut it into a million, you'll have a million images of the whole picture in every single piece. So the body's like that. We're, we're holographic. Wow. So when you touch that part of your solar plexus area, there's a whole, there's, you're there. What you were experiencing with a dense, like steel or a stone, you know, density. Now we went in there and kind of brought some energy to melt through. And now that you're more connected to it, let's have a conversation with that part of you. So put your hands back there and take a breath into your nose and up your mouth. And just even asking that part of you, either what are you, what's going on? What do you need? Is there something, a resource? Does it need comfort? Does it need love? Does it need presence? Does it need warmth? Does it need coolness? Does it need something or does it have something to communicate to you is there any information about your life or your journey or your path or just what your body physically needs right now that comes out the message immediately and it was really really simple i do feel like i give a lot of love away it's my whole business whether i'm on air or not and i'm running the online masterminds and this podcast i really do come from a place of serving so much love and i make it critical and then I forget to give myself that love. So sometimes hold, hold so that the message area. was, please love me. Okay. So hold the area mm. and just imagine not just your love, but the love of the divine of the universe flowing mm. through, flowing through your consciousness, through your hands, through your crown, through your body, and just let it flow into that part of you. 
And as it flows in, just let yourself in a way receive like it's like mana to the desert or, or water, like rain to LA that was so dry. <laughs> oh, now you're a local. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. It's, a, it's, a, it's so green out here right now. It's pouring. It's, pouring oh, pouring we're going to have a super bloom, like nobody's business. Oh, so just, you want to just allow in and just like, let it fill up that place because when it was a stone, like density, you can't receive it's, it's blocking no. the receiving when you're seeing so much more joyful. Yeah, because our natural state is joy, it's bliss, yeah. it's, it's elation, it's it's elevation. But when it's dense and locked up and bound up like that, it's like we can't receive. Now, you know? I was going to ask you this um, from before. Um, sometimes when I get really, really, really joyful, I cry. Mm-hmm. What is that? Like sometimes when I, get, I just feel so yeah. grateful and so yeah. surrendered. Is that what that is? Yeah, I mean, okay. like, you know, st- spontaneous states of, of ecstasy, bliss, and grace are <laughs> okay. Know, like spontaneous like, states like, <laughs> of ecstasy bliss and grace oh my god that's like a well, great you title know, there used to be there if you go to you know if you go to italy and you see some of the like the, the sculpture and the marble carvings and stuff of like people in rapture you know in yes. the state of just complete like they're so moved by just pure ecstatic bliss of the divine <laughs> that they like collapse you know in convulsions and and that's just not like very normal nowadays you know like that <laughs> i wish it were I wish yeah, everybody that's what, that's, was alive. So that's part of the agenda, right? Like that's part of your work, right? That's part of the agenda. It's like, what if you can just <laughs> actually, just because you're incarnated and you have a, this beautiful vessel of the body that you could connect to it, you can mm. become present with it, and you can experience grace, bliss, mm. and peace and freedom through connecting to your body, not having to get out of your body to go to these out like these state changes where people say, I have to do some kind of plant medicine journey is the only way that I can get to these dimensions or I have to do some kind of like, you know, I have to get into whatever this drug or medication. Or Thank something. you for saying that. You know, I got to get it because we're seeking this experience, but everything is available right here. It's mm. all available. The whole medicine cabinet is, is there because your body makes, it either has a receptor site for, or a way to block something that will give you every experience. A drug won't even work. Any substance won't work unless your body already has the receptor site for that. So, so true. you're just tapping into your natural sort of mystical and, and, uh, and magical sort of experience that's mm. so accessible through the, through the, the kind of day to day. But it's like, we have to begin to connect with and find first a resource, a place of, we have to connect because as soon as you put your hands on your head there, and you breathed and you made the sound, suddenly you were more present with your body. Suddenly your consciousness shifted just enough to now you can explore another part of your body, which came into your awareness. Yep. Now you put your hands there and suddenly you, you could feel that. And then you went back to your head and we, we brought a resource there. We brought, you know, we brought kind of this molten lava color orange to that area and then melted in. And then we went, well, what is going on now that you're more connected? What does that part need? Or what does that part want to communicate? Mm-hmm. And you, allow that to receive and you were like oh i'm not receiving so then you just open up in your awareness and you went i'm going to receive whatever and just allow it to flow through and suddenly it's now more energy is flowing and now that changes your consciousness more and you're elevating by doing this and your consciousness is shifting and more energy is flowing and, and i'm energy rich yeah and, and is it a 10 is it like the ultimate of where i know i've experienced because i have been totally tuned in tapped in and plugged in to total utter bliss I'm not there, but I am a million times more rich in energy than when we started this conversation. 
today was one of those days. It was really, it was, I was tense, mm-hmm. you know, and we all have those days. So this is an incredible instant takeaway yeah. guys. So this is just a little, this is more of a like, taste. how do you kind of do an assessment and a scan and just quickly check with where is there freely flowing energy in your body? which yeah. it could be your head, it could be your heart, it could be your solar plexus, it could be your belly area. Mm. It, you know, you're putting your hands on whatever area that is that, that you're kind of searching to see when I breathe here and I let it go, do I feel connected? Do I sink in? Can I receive myself in that area or do I feel a block or bound up energy? And then you go on to the other areas and kind of scan. Those are the four main areas, the head, the heart, the solar plexus, and the, and the belly mm. area. But it could be some other area of your body where you just kind of put your hands like on your shoulders. You kind of wrap yourself like you're wrapping yourself in a blanket or put your hands on your thighs. Mm -hmm. Breathe in. Wherever is going to help you feel more grounded and connected and present to your body, that's where you can start. And that first you have to land, you know, before you can take off. You you want to make sure that you've touched down before you soar again. So Mm -hmm. that otherwise, why have a body? Why be incarnated? You're just going to float around out in the out in the ethers which is, you know, somewhere out in other dimensions, but we're some, we don't know. It's the magic of, of life. We don't, nobody knows how it all really works. Like how we incarnate, how we have sentient, like consciousness, how we evolve and grow into this amazing ability to observe the world within and around us. And all of this stuff, it's a mystery, but these are technical like strategies in a way to work with that nexus of energy, consciousness and matter that is our experience, our existence. And it's incredible. And by the way, this is just a taste. I want everyone to stay tuned because John and I have already discussed doing some sort of like a full day workshop here in LA. We'll figure that out and we'll keep everyone posted. But there's also three ways in which you can work with John. And I want to just mention it right here. So you can go to johnamaral.com. I'll put the exact web address so that you don't have to worry about spelling in the show notes. He's got an amazing digital course that's coming out in the summer sometime this year. Yes. And that is a great way to just get access to great tools and teachings and to understand more of the science behind this work. And then there's privates. You can do, you know, everything from two hours to a full day immersion. And then there's events. All of it's on his website. There's the body centered leadership that's already at capacity for this year where it's a year long program. And that's really what I'm so hungry for. And I'm praying that I get to go to a one-off event this year. Somehow, some way there's a vacancy. But guys, this is, it's hard to describe on a podcast, not gonna lie. And even this little simple audit will be transformational, no doubt. And I love how you called it earlier. You said it's the paradox of transformation. But if we could just take five minutes with ourselves when we're feeling overwhelmed, We've got that depression and anxiety and just to touch the area of our body, maybe one of those top four that you mentioned Mm -hmm. and then breathe into that. And then maybe just be open to where else might it be signaling, allowing the message to reveal itself if there is one and don't stress if you don't stress yourself out more, if you don't hear a message. Yeah. I want to say just real quickly, just because you're you're recapping it, which is beautiful. And just to interrupt the flow for just a sec or flow is that going at this with you know putting your hands on your body breathing etc as as an exercise to change something with with an agenda to make it better or make something go away will backfire the whole point of this is to be with yourself without the agenda to make it uh, different so you're good. you're putting your hands on your body you're breathing into this area you're acknowledging if you feel like you're disconnected and just it just feels like work it feels like it's building up tension it feels like effort or struggle you feel more irritated then you're probably, you're disconnected. You're not really connecting. You have an agenda and you don't know it because this is an unexercised. Most people don't 
haven't done a paradoxical exercise like this. So I call it the paradox of change. Before you can change it, you have to be with it. So, but by being with it, it changes. So there's really nothing you have to do. You're doing this to not do. So just when you put Uh, your hands on your body, you focus there, you breathe there, but you're not breathing it to try to change the energy flow. You're breathing it to just feel. A breath brings more awareness. Yes, so, I love that. Oh, and the nose mouth breath was a big one for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's going to be huge for everyone. That's like, you can do something like that driving. Yeah. And if somebody has trouble with it, cause they feel like they're kind of getting like, they just, they feel like it's hard to the breathing somehow kind of just doesn't bring them more grounded or connected so easily. It's probably because breathing for you isn't the best resource or way for you to connect. And you may do more of just focus on just the energy and the energy flow or the energy, how it's moving or the movement of that part of your body. And you kind of focus more on the movement and let the ener- let the breath kind of be an afterthought. Still breathe, but it's not like we're doing a breathing exercise. This isn't a breathing exercise to try to change your state, like do this six times or whatever. It's do a scan, check in, put your hands on your body, take a breath to help you ground and connect. Do you feel connected? Do you feel present? You're just watching. You're, you're literally taking an inventory of what you notice. And by just doing that, it starts to change. Mm, I love that. So that's beautiful. And then when you get John live, and I hope that anyone who's feeling that hit really honors that and reaches out to his assistant, Reagan, on the website, because you can get a consult, right? Talk and discover what might be next. And I don't ever do this. I never come on the podcast and say, hey, here's how to reach him and please do. But I am with you because your work is so rare and it's so special and it's so hard to describe. But like we had a conversation for two minutes, not even one minute at Date With Destiny. And I was saying something and you're like, "Uh, that is not matching the energy that I'm reading. And then you put your hands on my head and you started to like release energy And then I cried for two days after the Mm -hmm. whole flight home. And then I was like, it felt like an unbelievable healing. And Mm -hmm. I haven't even had a chance to circle back to you because that was, we had an intense conversation. We didn't talk about that. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. And I, and I just, I could, I, I laid in a ball in my hotel bed that night. In fact, my roommate, we're not very touchy feely with one another. I am with certain women, but we hadn't been. And she just rushed to my bed and put her arms around me and held me for like two hours. Mm. It was so beautiful. But it's because my energy was just like, ah, it just needed a place to to be released, but first to just be acknowledged. And so that happened because you were able to help me release it, but without an agenda. I know what you're saying. This all sounds confusing, but it's not. But this is why everyone's got to work with you in person or get the course. Um, I really, really believe that. And I, I know you guys know this. I've never said it. I haven't even said get to a Tony Robbins event. This is the first time I've ever come on and said, you have to work with John. There's a reason why you moved to LA and moved your family here and packed everything up. It's because some of the most, you know, incredible people on the planet, you just follow John's social media and you'll see who I'm talking about. They do one-on-ones in these private retreats and they're coming to you, right? And this work is needed. We could have anything and, and resources. We have all the resources, but there's a reason why we need you. So thank you for who you are in the world and for what you and your wife, Christina, have stepped up to lead us to find within ourselves that we're all interconnected and it's so beautiful and we just got to get out of our own way. Thank you so much, Michelle. I am grateful. I enjoyed the uh, conversation slash <laughs> session with you and, and, uh, Thank you for having me on. I have, like I mentioned, I have a book coming out this year. Mm. So we'll we'll make sure people get access to that. Do you have a newsletter? 
You know what? People can go on my website and sign up for, for information. So you can and there's wait lists. Okay, great. Yeah, wait lists for the different events and things that we're doing. And I'm, you know, there's next steps of things that are kind of evolving. You're about to explode. I know. So you want yeah, to get in there, just, guys. Things are evolving very, very <laughs> rapidly. And and I'm super blessed. I mean, it's, it's a really, know. Uh, you know, it's been a journey of uh, 25 years working with people and it just where, where life takes you and where the universe takes you. And, and there's a bigger, there's something bigger at play and it's not certainly being led by me at all. I, I'm you're being called. Yeah. yeah. You're being Lord and you're stepping into it, which is, which is beautiful. And so yeah, I and everybody is, you know, consciousness itself and people are, are drawing in that is pulling it and calling it out of people like myself and like you. And we're just kind of like answering the call. So it's true. But then if we're answering that call, which is a lot of my listeners, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of coaches, speakers, and authors stepping up also to get their message out. Sometimes we can deplete ourselves and then we forget what the whole call was in the first place. Yes, and that's yeah. what I know you work with. Those are the creatives, right? It's like so much to contribute, so much to create. And yet if we can't self-regulate and somehow get in alignment with this beautiful mm -hmm. energy that we're never disconnected from, but we somehow block temporarily, you know, that's where the gift of this work you yes. can't put a price tag on it. You can't even quantify it in words, but it is necessary. And, and there is a tipping point right now where we're, we're all finding each other. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, yeah. Michelle. Thank you. And I'm, by the way, I'm doing a private session with John guys, and then I'm going to hop on and do another solo episode and describe what happened Ooh. so that you guys can get an inside behind the scenes taste of that. So John, thank you with all my heart. I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing today. It's my pleasure, Michelle. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend and you can head on over to iTunes to leave me a review. That would be so appreciated. And of course, if you like to reach me directly with any comments, questions, or feedback, you can do so at themindsetmashup.com. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to hearing from you.